Wake up, it's the morning motivation with Brittany Daniel. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hello, 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 hello. I hope you guys are doing well out there. Welcome to the morning motivation. I'm your host, Brittany Daniel. Thank you guys so much for joining me this morning. I hope you guys are doing well. July 27th, you guys, it is July 27th. 8 a.m. here in America and uh, Atlanta, I can say, because it's earlier, some other parts of the country. I cannot believe we're almost done with July. How many days do we have left of July? We have like three, no, four days, and then we're in August. August is my birthday month. So shout out to all the Leos and shout out to all the Virgos. It's about to be Virgo season, so I'm super excited. My birthday is around the corner. Um, But in today's topic, we are going to be talking about living with intention. What does that mean? How can we uh, live with more intention? Why living with intention is so crucial and important? And how do we make sure that we maximize our time here? Um, If you are tuning in on your TVs, on your phones, please give this video a thumbs up for me. Um, Go to your phones, give the video a thumbs up. Do not forget to subscribe, you guys. If you are not already subscribed, do not forget to share, comment, all of these things. Load up the comments. I'm going to do the morning shout outs right after our morning prayer. Um, But I'm super excited to be with you guys today. So if you are not religious or spiritual or you do not subscribe to as a follower of Christ, then that is totally okay. I hope that it is okay that I pray for you anyway. Everybody is welcome here. We do not discriminate on morning motivation. Um, so let's get started. So dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for waking us up for another day. Thank you for allowing us to live with intention and live uh, to do your purpose and what you called us here to do. I pray that everybody on this live gets a sense of peace, motivation, and discernment for their day today. It's speaking Uh, from you. I pray that we all just whatever barriers, any type of obstacles that are standing in our way that we, that you give us the tools, the knowledge and the wisdom and the discernment to break through those barriers so that we can become the best people possible and uh, outdo the purpose that you have placed us here on this earth for, and that we do everything that's pleasing in your sight and your darling son, Jesus name. We pray. Amen. Amen. So I'm going to go to the shout outs. If you guys are joining and following on TikTok, head over to my YouTube channel where we are live on YouTube for morning motivation. All right. Good morning, Melanin, honey. Good morning, Brandy. Good morning, Felicia. Good morning, Queen. Ow. Good morning, Keith. What's going on, Keith? Good morning, Aisha. Good morning, Destiny. Good morning, Nana. Good morning. Happy hump day. I It is Wednesday. <laughs> Good morning, Lacey. Good morning, Turquoise. Hey, Turquoise girl. Good morning, She Amber. Good morning, Kiki Grand Rising. Good morning, Jeanette. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Norma. Good morning, KK Grand Rising. My favorite joke is July is over July. <laughs> I love a good corny joke, too. Thank you for that, she Amber. Good morning, Percy. Good morning, Cozy Queen. Good morning, good morning, good morning. I know. Good morning, Cookie Monster. How are you? Good morning, Jewel. I hope you guys are doing well. Good morning, such a lady. If you guys are tuning in on TikTok, go ahead and head over to my YouTube channel. It's in the uh, description box to come over. If you guys are listening to on the podcast, thank you all for holding it down. I see you guys. Make sure you guys rate the podcast, if you can, for me and Apple Music, Spotify, and all of that. All of that helps me. Every time you guys engage, thank you. Every time you guys uh, compliment or comment, not compliment, but comment, thank you so much. And you guys that are on YouTube Live, we are also streaming on TikTok Live as well. But I want you guys here on YouTube so I can comment, shout you out, and everything like that. Good morning, Elvis. How are you? Hey, August is also your birthday month. Shout out to all of my Virgos and Leos in the building. We about to take over. It's about to be, it's about to be Virgo season. <laughs> but um, thank you guys for joining me today. I'm super excited. So today we are going to talk about living with intention. And what is living with intention? So um, recently we lost a morning motivator, um, Edwan, and I also. Uh, God rest his soul, just lost one of my um, leaders. His name was Lieutenant Colonel Bush. Such a great man. He passed away recently of stage four cancer, which none of us knew about. Right. And thing that I've been learning about, because um, I know that a lot of people don't like talking about death. I know death is a little morbid. 
I know it's so final. I know that morning motivators, you know, you come here for morning motivation. Um, and I know that that's not motivating. I know some of you all lost some of your people, people on TikTok probably lost a few folks. If you've lost and you're hurting, um, my heart goes out to you. Good morning, Yolanda. Good morning, cooking with raw. My heart goes out to you. Um, it's extremely, extremely, it can be extremely painful to lose people, man. It's so final. You can never talk to them again. Um, so I don't want to focus that side on upon death or, or can we use another word? I don't want to keep saying that word over and over again, but it's inevitable for all of us, right? How we go sometimes isn't in it, isn't in our control. When we go, isn't in our control sometimes, but while we're here, Living with intention is extremely crucial. While we have the time on earth, while we are waking up each and every day, and that's why I always start the prayers with, thank you, God, for waking us up every day. Because as long as we wake up, we still have purpose. We still have intention. We still have um, things that we can strive for, that we can go for, that we can grow from each and every day, right? So the reason why I say all that is one thing I learned from Lieutenant Colonel Bush, God rest his soul, is I would, so I'm in the army, for those of you guys don't know, I'm a captain. And uh, as an officer, a lot of times you have to deal with a lot like you have leadership and my NCOs know too. shout out to all my uh, veterans, my soldiers, anybody that's in getting out. Hopefully I'm out soon. God, Jesus, Jesus and mercy. Medical board, mental health needed. <laughs> Let me go. Right. Anyways, when you're an officer or just in any leadership, it could it doesn't even have to be the military. It could be corporate. It can be your household. As a leader, you are constantly challenged mentally, sometimes physically, sometimes with your time. I know everybody thinks I'm out, child. Me too. In my mind, most of the time, I think I'm out too. Almost there. And as, that'll be a story for another day. <laughs> that will be a story for another day. Sorry, guys. Um, but anywho, so as you're an officer, you go to your other officers a lot of times to complain about what's going on and and how, you know, this person isn't listening, this person, this needs to be done. And Lieutenant Colonel Bush was that for me. He was my first line leader. And um, I used to come to him all the time, like, sir, this, this person did this and this. And I would just complain, complain, complain to him, right? Because you have to, as always, you can only complain to a couple folks. You can only vent to a couple people. You can't go around just complaining all the time. That makes you a horrible, it doesn't make you a good leader to complain all the time. So. I would go to him and every time with he be so cool, calm and collected, one of the coolest, smoothest officers I've ever met. Right. He'd be like, Captain Daniel, it doesn't matter. And I'd be like, what? It does matter. If we don't get this done, this done, this person keeps doing this. And he would always tell me, he'd be like, Captain Daniel, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. And I never understood what he meant at that time, I'd be like, why is he so chill? Why is he so nonchalant? Why is he so like, he just doesn't care. He's just like cool as a cucumber. Why doesn't any of this get to him? Not knowing that he was battling something possibly, cause I don't know when he found out, but he was battling something that was very, that outweighed everything else. Right. He was probably looking at his days like you know, I don't know what he was going through. He was a very private guy. He didn't share. That's why it's so important for us to really tap in with our the men in our in our lives. And this is not to talk about Edwan. We his family knew. You know, we were there for Edwan. So not saying Edwan, but we. It's important for us to tap into with our older men in our families and our lives because they come from a generation where it's not okay to show you're in pain. It's not okay to show you that you're hurt. It's not okay to express that you're not doing well. Like my grandfather is getting older. Um, one of my grandfather, all of my grandparents are getting older, but one of my grandparents where I thought would like outlive everybody, super healthy, super active. You know, he always had his little girlfriends or whatever. I thought that he would be around the longest, but due to hereditary things that are going on, he might not, he might not be. And Every time I talk to him, he just, he's okay. He's, oh, I'm doing great, you know, and I know that he's not. 
And I know that it's not our jobs to make people talk, right? If you know somebody's going through something, sometimes it's just best to check on them. Everybody doesn't want to talk about things. Everybody's not going to divulge every, and it's not your job to get it out of them. It's your job to check on them, make sure that they're okay, make sure that they're, you know, that they know that you love them and that you're there for them. And don't take those moments for granted. You know, I always say, I love you. I don't care. If I'm mad at that person, if that person hasn't said it to me, because you just never know. I'm a, I'm a person that I I understand wholeheartedly that life is not forever. That life is not uh, permanent for any of us. It doesn't matter how or when, you know, how young, how old. It's 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 inevitable. We're all going to go one day, right? So I never I'm on this in the phase of never taking it for granted, but. Going back to uh, Colonel Bush, so make sure you guys check on your your elders. Make sure that they know that you love them. If you haven't talked to them in a while, pick up the phone. They are your grandparents. If you're blessed enough to still have your grandparents around, call them. If you can visit, visit. Um, we take moments for granted, and we don't want to be, we don't want to wait until they pass and then just feel like, oh my gosh, I should have spent more time with them. I should have talked to them more. I should have been there. I should have. Um, you know, I, we don't want to leave with those what ifs. We want to make sure that we pour out as much love, as much time, as much energy as we can, as noted, right? While they're still here, while we have the time. But going back to Lieutenant Colonel Bush, he would always be like, Brittany, it's, 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 it's nothing like, don't, don't worry about it. It doesn't matter. Now him passing, I understand what he was talking about. Us spending time and energy on things that don't serve us, that we can't change, that we can't uh, grow from. Like we can't change other people. If me and if me and Jewel got into an argument, right? If me and Jewel got into an argument, I'm going to have my perception of the argument. Jewel's going to have her perception of the argument. And I, I do want to say this. I know this is kind of going off rail a little bit. I want us to do a better job at putting ourselves in other people's shoes. It's easy to where we all have uh, what do they call it? Main character syndrome. I don't even think that that's a real thing. I don't know. People just be making up stuff on it on the Internet. <laughs> people make people make up stuff on the Internet. Right. But basically, this came from a book, which I'm assuming because I've read this book and the book talks about you being the main character of your life. Right. Everybody is the the star, the main character of their lives. Like she ambers her star. Um, Jules, her star, she ambers, her star, Jeanette is her star. Everybody is the star of their own life, which means everybody is seeing things from their point of view. Everybody is experiencing different things. Everybody is, you know, having their own experience in this, in any situation, me and Jewel can get into an argument. Jewel could be like, Oh, I don't care. I could care less. Brittany's just being Brittany, whatever. And I can be furious at Jewel. So everybody's going through their own their own experience. So when we're living life through intention, we have to do a better job at putting ourselves in other people's shoes and kind of having a little bit more empathy and sympathy with what other people are going through. Because sometimes we can get so stuck in our world. We can get so stuck in our bubble, our main characterness of it all, that we hardly see things from somebody else's point of view, or we can't stop and be like, okay, how did Jewel perceive this argument? How did I perceive this argument? Could I have seen things a different way? You know, when we talk about healing from our childhood, stepping into your parents' shoes at the age that they were in and really say to yourself, sometimes like, oh, that's why they made that decision. They were so young. They knew no, they didn't know any better. You know, I do that often to heal with a lot of the my childhood traumas. I do that a lot to understand where my friends are coming from in my relationship. It's often important to put yourselves in people's shoes so you could just understand a little better and get outside of our main character worlds because it's not all about us, y'all. I hate to boast, break somebody, burst somebody's bubble, and I know some of the some of the brats out there don't want to hear this, but the world is, does not revolve around us individually. It's what we do collectively, and what do we what do we input individually, and what we do collectively that makes the world go round. It's not about me. It's not about Yolanda. It's not about, and it is in our world, right? We are the stars of our show. But at the end of the day, it is not about us per se. So anyways, going back to Lieutenant Colonel Bush, he would always tell me, Brittany, it doesn't matter. So now with losing two important people in my life recently, right? Passing of Edwan and Lieutenant Colonel Bush. 
I want to live with the purest intention. And this does not mean be busy 24-7. This does not mean work myself to the bone. This does not mean that I'm going to, and I'm human, so it might come back, but I don't want to stress over every little thing. Every little thing doesn't need to be an argument. Every little thing doesn't need to be picked apart. I don't have to pinch pennies in every single area of my life because I'm frugal Fran. For those of you who know, who know, I am frugal Franny. I will try to find a deal, a coupon, a two for one, uh, (laughs) a sale. Sometimes it's okay to spend the extra $2 to get exactly what you want, extra 20 bucks. Um, When you are taking a break, say if you've, you've done some work for the day. And yeah, you could possibly do more because you got a goal or you have something else that you should be doing, either cleaning up or, but when you take a break, really enjoy that break. There's a saying in Italy, I got this from Eat, Pray, Love. I don't know if this saying is a hundred percent fat, right? But what the saying translate to is what is it like the beauty? Somebody tell me down below. I know somebody knows. If y'all know on TikTok, let me know on TikTok. Like the the beauty of doing nothing. And I was outside yesterday and normally my brain would be like, Brittany, you could be editing a video. Brittany, you could be doing this. Brittany, you could be. And I was like, no, I'm going to lit. I'm intentionally sitting here and enjoying the breeze on my face because there's some people that don't have that peace, you know, and we strive for all this money here in America, right? We strive to have all of these things. And really, my dad taught me this because my dad is a very intelligent man when it comes to finances and money. He's retired. He retired himself, not having a 20 plus year job and waiting on a pension, none of that. Like he hustled, did what he had to do to retire himself. Maybe I'll bring him on. Hi, Miss Linda. Maybe I'll bring him on so that we can have a conversation about money and see what he did with his with his money. And I'm always picking his brain like, what are you doing over there? Because I've never seen a man so in peace to go be in his garden and to go, you know, visit his mom and to do things for his kids and to be with his grand. I don't know too many people that are retired as young as he is in his 50s living as peaceful as he is. And he was like, Brittany, the only thing money can buy you truly is time. And so it 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 was like what hit me yesterday was like, Brittany, you have the luxury of time. You might not be wealthy right now, right? But I'm wealthy in other things. And I want you guys to start thinking about being wealthy in other areas. You're wealthy in family. You're wealthy in love. You're wealthy in in resources. You know, you're wealthy with time. Like some of us have time and we try to stuff it with all this other stuff so we can make more money. Money is important. We should be, we should be striving for our retirements. We should be, you know, I call dating our money twice a month. You know, setting down, doing your budgets, making sure you're on top of it, making sure you're you're in a healthy, committed relationship with your money, which we'll talk about another day. You want to make sure your money is straight. You want to make sure you're you're bringing your money in. You're doing right by your money. But time is the thing that we exchange the most because you can have all the things in the world. All the things may not make you happy as long as you're but if you as long as your your basics are covered. Food, shelter, water, have a little money for entertainment, do whatever, you know, you know what I mean? You have the money for extras. Stop and enjoy. Stop and enjoy. Like while you're drinking, pour yourself a glass of wine and go out on the porch, you know, when the sun is going down, depending on where you live, and just enjoy the glass and just hear the birds chirp, breathe in the fresh air. Um, take some time, watch your favorite show. Go hang out with your family. Go hang out with your friends. Um, let's not try to pack our lives with all of this busyness to just prove that we're being, to prove that we're being intentional, to prove that we're, we're maximizing our time. No, as long as we're, we're giving, give throughout the day, which most of y'all are, most of y'all are freaking mothers and teachers and, and nurses. And so you're constantly giving. And a lot of y'all give a lot for free. You know, it's okay. So that's your giving, right? You give, you impact the world in your own unique way. Um, You do your work. You know, everybody has to work. Bible says, man, don't work, don't eat. But the Bible doesn't tell us that we have to work 24-7 like some slaves. No, as long as you're giving, as long as you're doing your work, enjoy your life. And it doesn't have to be a vacation. Like we will bust our butt, work overtime, do all this stuff so we can go somewhere else 
and take pictures and videos for the gram and be on our phones in other places just to be right back here to go back to grinding. I don't want to grind. I want to live my life with intention. Mm. Thank you, Queen. I love this. Our worth is not based on our productivity. She, Queen said, thank you, Queen 22. Our worth, TikTok this for y'all too. Our worth is not based on our productivity. Our worth comes from God. Our worth comes from ourselves. Our worth doesn't come from validation on how many followers we have and how many people watch my video or how many people listen to my podcast or, or how much money you make. Your worth comes from you and God. So living intentionally is what type of life do you want to live? Now that my life might not work for everybody, right? My life definitely doesn't work for everybody. Everybody ain't going to get up and come talk to people at 8 a.m. every morning. And that's okay. That's why I'm doing it. You know what I mean? Everybody's not meant to have children. Everybody's not meant to be teachers. Everybody's not meant, right? So what ways are you going to live your life with intention? So that you're maximizing why God has you here. But on the flip side, still enjoying the little things, still enjoying the target runs. Like I talked to some of y'all in my my 555 transformation. Sometimes for some of us, that's luxury. Going into Target and just walking around with your Starbucks. Sometimes that's a breath of fresh air. You know, so what is the what are the things that you want to maximize in your life and have more in your life? You know, it might not be the Chanel bags. It might not be the luxury trips. It might. So what is that for you? You know, because social media is as fun as it is and as dope as it, as it is that we get to go peek into the lives of other people and see them doing really cool things and seeing them, you know, go on these vacations and buying these. I think that that's dope. But if that's not your zhuzh, then that's just not your zhuzh. Go find people who are doing the things that you're interested in, that dress the way you think is interesting. You know, we get trapped, especially I feel like sometimes people of color, we can get trapped in this what we what we're supposed to want type of entertainment and type of everybody don't want the 30 inch weave lace front lashes out to the to the sidewalk. Everybody don't want that. And that's OK. And for those of you who do do it, girl, do you. Everybody doesn't want a whole bunch of kids. Everybody doesn't want the same things. So as long as we're here seeking God's purpose, right? We're intentional with doing what we're supposed to do and we're living our lives fully. What else is there for you? I feel like life is divided in thirds. God gave us 24 hours. That is eight hours of sleep, eight hours of work, eight hours doing what you want. That's a lot of time if we break it down like that, if we use it wisely, because we can never get our time back. So if we use the hours wisely, eight for sleep, eight for work, eight for going, doing whatever you want to do. That sounds like a pretty good deal to me. And we always talk about we ain't got enough time. I think we have to be more mindful in using our time wisely, right? I think that that's the true intention is using our time wisely while we're here, not maximizing all the way and pushing ourselves and killing ourselves until we're dead. Um, <laughs> y'all are funny in the comments. Y'all need to be over on YouTube. <laughs> Lashes out to the sidewalk. Everybody don't want that. And that's okay. Um, maximizing our time being as healthy as we can so we can live as long as we can getting our exercise in. It doesn't take long. And I'm preaching to myself when I'm talking to y'all because I need to get back into my workouts and you don't have to have a gym membership. But making sure we're eating healthy food so that we're here as long as we can. Working out, making sure we're moving our bodies so that we can be here as long as we can if God says the same. But outside of that, because even that you can't control sometimes. But outside of that, how are we maximizing? How are we maximizing our time? I see y'all in the comments. We'll get to your comments too. Ooh, to bring my dad on, child. Y'all think I can talk? <laughs> I get it from my daddy. You know, they be like, get it from your mama. I get all of this, all of this stuff that y'all see. I feel like it's the little bit of Leo in me and all of that. I get that extremely from my father. Y'all thank Wayne Rosser uh, for, <laughs> for these gifts and talents and God. I get them from my dad for sure. But intention, living with true and pure intention. And the thing is, too, is like, don't ever sell your soul. Don't ever sell your soul 
for money, attention, likes, views. And what does that mean? Because some people think it's like selling your soul means the devil creeps up and he's like, ha ha, sign here. No, that's not what I mean. <laughs> he comes in, in other ways, darling. And not to be all on some like church stuff, but <clears throat> selling your soul can look like, uh, I don't normally do this, but I'm going to do this. I'm going to cheat. I'm going to lie to get some more money. I'm going to say salacious things that are not true on the internet. I'm going to bash this person. I'm going to change up my character to get ahead. It might work in the short term, but it has ramifications in the long term. And it's never, it's never for your best will because you're trying to alter and manipulate to get what you want. If it's truly meant for you, you will not have to manipulate nothing, not a man, not a job, not money, not your your followers or your subscribers or whatever the case may be. Do your best, put your best foot forward in the best way that you know how and that you can. But trying to manipulate and work things out to to be in your favor, talk about this person, sabotage, you're wasting your time. Because all you do when you do stuff like that you might win in the short term. You're hurting yourself in the long term. And that person's ultimately going to be more blessed because you're talking about them because you're bad mouthing them. Um, it says in the Bible. I mean, whatever religious text that you you prefer, it's in there. Uh, so just be careful, like and protect your karma at all costs. I think people don't understand. For me, I feel like certain people get this and some people won't. For me, my karma hits back like that because I really feel like God be like, you know better. you like, Brittany, you know better. So let me pop your hand real quick. Come here, put it out. <laughs> I feel like karma sometimes be a pop on the hand. Sometimes it's a smack in the head. Sometimes it hits you like a freight train. Karma is definitely a thing. So why are you messing up your karma bank? Because if what goes around comes around and we're supposed to treat people as though we would like to be treated, right? If we're supposed to treat people like we want to be treated and we're not treating people that way, why are you piling up all of that, that, that horrible intention into a, a karma bank that's going to hit you eventually? Why would you do that to yourself? Makes no sense to me why people do things because it's only going to come back on them. And some people don't care. Then teach their own, you know? <laughs> Hello. You feel me? So. Things happen to, but you know what? I, would, I don't want you to think that every bad thing happens to you is karma. Something, life is unfair for everyone. That's life. Nothing is going to be 100% fair. Everybody ain't going to get what they want. Everybody is not going to, um, to everybody's not going to have a stress-free life. That just does not exist. That does not exist. However, <laughs> Percy said, you said one time God talks to you greasy. I think he does. I think God talks to me real greasy because he talks to you in the way that you're going to understand. Like sometimes we think that it's this voice that comes out of like this big, deep, you know, um, and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it's your subconscious telling you, girl, what are you doing? Boy, stop. Sometimes it's, uh-uh, girl, I wouldn't do that if I were you. Sometimes your your God's voice sounds just like you. And I really believe his voice comes with the intent of your intuition. And sometimes it could get real strong and sometimes he could talk to you directly. It's all up to you and your relationship. You have to form that. You know, everybody is different. But for me, my karma comes back quick. That's why I don't take things. When I see something on the sidewalk, you know how <laughs> y'all going to laugh at this. Y'all know how black folks think everything they find is a blessing. Dion Cole said that in his stand up. I was at a picnic. And I was like, oh, somebody left their glasses. Somebody was like, oh, that look like them yo glasses, girl. Why do we do that? Black folks, can we have a meeting? Why do we think that everything we find is a blessing and it's ours? No, it's not. Leave it right where you found it. It ain't yours. <laughs> somebody might come back for that and want those glasses. Or somebody might come back for that. That wallet was not your blessing. Go turn it in. If, if Unless you find it on the street. But still, if you find it has an address or has some phone number, whatever, Go give that wallet back. Do your due diligence. Go give that purse back. Go give, leave the sunglasses. If you find an ear pod on the side of the, just leave it there. That person might circle back and want to go get it. Like, just leave it alone. It's not yours. And it's so, 
I feel so good when I actually find the things that I lose. Like I don't really lose or things don't get taken from me a lot because I leave people stuff alone. I feel like if you're a person who loses things often or that y'all get your stuff stolen, you might want to check your karma. <laughs> if you a person who gets your stuff stolen often or you lose things frequently, you might want to check your karma. And I'll tell you guys this story. This is how I know it's my karma. I can't speak for y'all. I'm going to tell you how I know it's my karma, right? So when I was in high school, for whatever reason, I was just like, I was talking to these girls and they were talking about stealing. <clears throat> this is the first and last time I did this. And I went to the mall with the intention of stealing. Like I was like, I'm going to steal me some stuff, right? Why? I don't know. I don't even think that I needed the, did I have money? I don't know. I just, they, they made it sound so good. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go. So I stole a shirt, a pair of gold earrings. Um, and they were real gold too. Cause they were from like a countertop. I don't even know why. I don't even know what bolt. I wasn't raised like that. I was raised not to steal. I right. I stole something else too. I think I stole a few items that day. I was successful. Got out the mall. Nobody messed with me. But the way I felt after leaving that mall, I didn't feel good. I didn't feel like, I don't know how people steal and do bad. And they'd be like, oh yeah, hit a lick. I do not, I did not get that feeling. I don't know where that comes from from them folks. I did not, I didn't have none of those feelings. I felt icky. <laughs> I'm grown and I'm saying icky. I felt icky. I didn't feel good. The items that I took, I barely wore them. Um. And right after that, I started losing things, things that were important to me. I think, and I lost the equivalent to the things that I stole. And what that taught me is one, I don't like this feeling. Stealing did nothing for me. I don't recommend, I highly, zero out of zero, zero out of 10. I don't recommend it um, for any of the young ones watching. It's not cool. I thank God I wasn't caught up. I could have, you know, been in handcuffs because I think I was over the age of 18. Yeah, I would because I had a car at that time. So I was over the age of 18. I could have went to jail. Bad room. It's just horrible, right? Um, put myself in a horrible predicament. Don't recommend it. Again, I lost dang near the equivalent to everything that I stole. And then the items that I bought, I, I stole. I still I stole I stole just for the purpose of stealing. I didn't need that stuff. And they just kind of sat there and ended up not being anything I wanted to gravitate to. Didn't make me feel good. There's a difference when you have saved up your money and you've, you've wanted this thing or you've worked all summer, you worked hard for the, your money or whatever the case, or you just worked, you don't even have to work hard, but you worked for your money and you went and bought something. There's something different, a different feeling, a different energy you give something versus just taking things, right? Um, but yeah, I just, my karma hit me back because I just kept losing stuff. So that taught me. And then like the one time that I was like, oh, this is, you know, my blessing. Take some, I'll lose some. Or when I lost something, I never got it back. So that just taught me karmatically for me, you know, discern in your life where that may have happened to you. But karmatically for me, it just wasn't, it wasn't, it didn't do nothing. And it just made my karma worse. So once I stopped that thing, I was like, okay, I'm never stealing again. I never did after that. And I've always just left people's things alone. If I seen somebody drop something, some money, a bracelet or whatever, I don't be like, oh, I'm gonna wait till they leave and then I'm gonna get it. I'd be like, excuse me, you dropped something or, hey, your wallet's open or, hey, you know, you did always give it back. Always return to sender or return to the person that lost. I, will, I don't want to say loser. Turn to the person that lost it. Um, some people steal because they feel like they have nothing to lose, Brandy. And they do, though. That's the thing. You have a lot to lose. You have your freedom. You have your dignity. You have your rights. You have your karma. Karma is hella invisible, but it's real. Good morning. Um, author says the beauty plus sweetness of doing nothing may seem like a luxury afforded to a lucky few. And a lot of us have that luxury, but we don't take advantage of it. But getting back to karma, don't mess up your own karma. Don't cheat. Don't lie. Don't steal men, women. If you're not happy in the relationship, end it. Or talk to your significant other. Cheating is not going to do nothing but mess your karma up. Why cheat? Just give the person the opportunity to either help you fix it, um, 
or just give them the dignity and be like, you know, I'm not happy right now. I don't think this is going to work. I want to be with somebody else. And if you cannot have that conversation, then you need to just stick it out and work it out. Because cheating is selfish. It has nothing to do with the other person. Oh, I didn't want to hurt your feelings. You, you did it anyway. It's not about the other person. It's very selfish. It's very, that's why when people are like, oh, I cheated because no, you cheated because you wanted to. Regardless of all of the the reasons why you cheated because you wanted to, because that, that didn't have to be an option. So don't let people use that against you or I cheated because you did this. No, you cheated because you wanted to. Now, if I had anything to do with turmoil, you could at least talk to me about it, but you didn't. Hey, Sydney girl, but you didn't. All right. So going over to the comments, everybody that's on TikTok, uh, head over to my YouTube channel. If you want to be a part of the conversation, um, I have a whole lot of comments to read, <clears throat> but yes, Janette says, I salute you. Thank you, Brittany, for being our hero. We love you. I appreciate that. I am not a hero though. <laughs> appreciate it. Not a hero. Um, we'll talk about my, when I'm out, we will talk about my military days, y'all. In Edwin's mind, he knew that people were there for him. But his demons kept everyone at bay. Yeah. I understand. Every, and that's what I'm saying. Everybody's walk is different when it comes to life and death. Um, all we can do is just love his spirit, love the time that he gave us. And we're just going to pray that he's in a better place and that we keep it pushing. But we can't. No, but that's nobody's fault. I don't want anybody. Um, you know, when people pass, don't carry a burden. Don't carry guilt around. We just have to do better for the people that are here, you know? Um, as much as we can. And I know that's easier said than done. Jules says people are so focused on themselves. They absolutely are and wonder why things don't work out for them. You guys, living with intention is how am I intentionally helping the planet? We're secondary in them. Actually, we're third tertiary. It is about you in the sense of you have to take care of yourself. You have to make sure you're mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially healthy. You know, it is about you in certain aspects, right? Because we are the only ones that are going to look out for ourselves the way that we are. I don't care if you're married. I don't care if you got a boyfriend, girlfriend. You still have to brush your teeth. Ain't nobody brushing your teeth for you unless you're, you know, uh, in a different state. <laughs> and we're going to wash your body. You got to do all of those. You got to love on yourself more than anybody ever could. Outside of that personal relationship, outside of the relationship with yourself, it is not about you. And some people have a very hard time understanding that. And I think that that's a big reason why they only have money. Their lives are a little empty. Their relationships are really empty. Their love life is really empty. And not to say that, oh, that's the reason why somebody's single. No. But when you think the world revolves around you, ain't too many people signing up for that, for that show. But yes, a lot of people think it's all about them. No, it's not. It's about why God placed you here is number one. Um, second is what is your purpose? You know, that comes along with number two. Then number three is all of the things that you want to do. And a lot of times your passion, your purpose, all of that can be inter intertwined. And sometimes it's not. Sometimes some of your purposes are just to be a mom to the person that you're going to raise. Like for instance, Catherine Jackson, Catherine Jackson, in my personal opinion, her purpose was to have all them kids so they can become the Jackson five and Janet Jackson, Reby, Latoya. To me, that was her purpose and to be a great mother. So your purpose is different. You might be breeding the new, the breeding, that sounds horrible. You might birth the next Michael Jackson. You know, sometimes your, your purpose is to just do one thing and then you get to enjoy the rest of the stuff. Sometimes people's purposes are huge and they're going to have an impact on the rest of the world. Sometimes it's really small, but it doesn't make anybody's purpose more relevant than the others. You know. It, everybody's purpose is different. So your purpose, your passions, and all of that come after you've been purposeful, after you've done God's work, then you can go ahead and enjoy yourself. Remember I said life is broken down in threes, eight, eight, and eight. God shows us that we can have time for ourselves, but it's not the only thing that we, we, we have to do. We're not here for just ourselves. Eight for sleep, eight for work, eight for yourself, right? So with that being said, break your life down in parts. God, service, myself. Sounds pretty fair to me. Life ain't fair. No, we just don't use our time wisely. 
And I'm and I and I'm one of those people too. <laughs> I'm not I ain't got it down packed yet, but we're working on it. Uh Royalty T says, Hey royalty, royalty. How oh, I love that. Royalty. That's so cute. Exactly. That's why I spend a lot of time with my mom because life is short and tomorrow is not promised. And I will say this, right? Even when you're mad at your parents, even when you're mad at your siblings, even when you're mad at your significant other, even if it's not your fault. It's okay to just be like, you know what? I know it ain't my fault. I'm just going to reach out anyway. I'm going to say I'm sorry because life is too short. You know, some, and then and then if they don't reciprocate that energy, then you just leave them right where you are. But at least you 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 made at least you tried. Right? I have people mad at me right now. I've reached out. I've called. Hey, are you okay? You know, just checking on you. I know you're mad at me, but I love you anyway. And that's okay too. And all you can do is do your part. Everybody else, you can't control other people. We cannot control if people are going to not be mad at you. We can't control if people are going to talk about you. We can't control people's actions. All we can control is our own. So as long as we put our best foot forward and try our best, that's all we can, that's all we can ask for. God knows, you know, the rest. Good morning, Miss Linda. Great day to you. Morning, motivational family, peace, love, and joy to all. Thank you, Miss Linda. Thank you, Linda girl. Percy, your your dad retired himself. Please bring him on. I will take notes. Yes, he retired himself. My dad had a game plan from the age of, he said, 38 to retire at 50 years old. Um, and he never had a job more than, I think, five or six years. Like, he always did his thing. But my dad's a worker. He's a hustler. He he knows how to make some money. And he doesn't matter. Like, he'll get on a lawnmower. He, he's the type of person that is really making me think about like America, we don't want to do labor so bad. We want to do all this mental labor. We don't want to do physical labor at all. We don't want to help. We don't want to clean. We don't want to cook. We don't, <laughs> we are so spoiled, but my dad is, is never above doing some manual labor, especially if he's working for himself. That's one thing he will do though. If he's doing anything manual, he's working for himself. He's not working for somebody else. Um, but yeah, he he did. So maybe I'll have him on so he can tell us his his secret sauce. Or maybe y'all have to buy it. I don't know. We gotta speak, we gotta speak to Mr. Ross on that one. I don't know. Uh Cozy Queen says, I second that. Would be very nice to meet your dad and hear his his wisdom. That's awesome. He's a very wise man. Did y'all think I could talk? We might as well just be, be the Wayne show for today. <laughs> I want I do want to um get his knowledge kind of packed patched up in certain ways, like, and, and put it on YouTube or something, because he has a lot of knowledge. And one thing I will give you guys a gem of my dad is he just studies. He's, stu he's a studier. He will have a notepad, a pen and a paper and watch YouTube videos about stocks and real estate. Um, he always talks about this guy named, uh, freak. What is his name? Keenan that talks about stocks and investing a lot. So he loves Keenan. Uh, he's a huge student. One thing, another thing my dad taught me at a very young age is, you know, before podcasts were so accessible on our phones, he was like, he would stop listening to music and just listen to Dave Ramsey or listen to uh, podcasts about making money. And if you have a hour commute there and back and you do at least a podcast on the way there, you know how much knowledge you can gain. I used to do that too. Like I would cut off music a lot of the times and listen to motivational series or some of y'all I'm your motivation for the morning so thank you um but I would just really learn and grow and if you commute y'all listen to the same songs anyway y'all know y'all not listening to none of that new baby little baby the baby all the babies I'm getting older now that's how I know I don't even know who the new rappers are I listen to the same music and I so I'm saying if we listen to the same songs why not get knowledge in the car that can be a whole they said the equivalent to like a few months or years, like of the hour commute there and back listening to podcasts and listening to topics about money and wealth and things like that can replace a college degree. You got the time. You're in your car anyway. You might as well make it useful. That's something that I learned from my dad, though, that I implemented in my life. And it's it's pretty dope. Jeanette says, uh, God knows our worth. But we have to see and seeing is believing. You have to believe that you're worthy. Absolutely. You definitely have to believe that you're worthy. But the fact that God placed you here, the fact that you're still living, the fact that you have purpose, 
still means that there's stuff for you to do. You know, ain't nothing here. You ain't here by accident. Nobody's here by accident. It was a miracle that you even made it to the planet, that you made it to the, the, the age that you made it to. If you guys think about this, what blows my mind when it comes to people not believing in God and teach their own. I'm not trying to convert. I ain't telling you what religion to sign up for. Believe what you want to believe. But the fact that a microscopic, one microscopic sperm meets one microscopic egg, there's only a couple of days where this can happen, right? That your parents, you know, got together, however you got here, you know, either implementation, whatever the case may be, that that even formed into an egg that formed into a baby that was birthed into this world. And you're here like mind blowing. If you really think about the process, because we're so used to it, right? It's like, oh, you know, you had sex, you have a baby. But if you really think about the process on a micro level, that it took one microscopic sperm, one microscopic egg to form, do all of this scientific experimental stuff <laughs> to form a human being to be birthed out of a woman that you're here. Mind-blowing. Just really think about that. Really think about that. And I'll say this while we have some time too. Um, that's why sex should be so intentional. I wish we were taught about sex in a very different way. And the reason why I say that is it's the most powerful thing we can do, although we have watered it down to so casual and it doesn't mean anything and people are just doing it all willy-nilly. But if you think about it, it's the only way life, that's the that's the only portal that we have from the spiritual world to earth. The only portal. Ain't nobody coming on this planet unless you were birthed somehow, some way, whether it be through science or natural. It is the only way that you are the only opening from the spiritual world to that's crazy. That's crazy. And there's only one way out. That is crazy if you really think about it. All right, I'll get off my soapbox of my, um, <laughs> I'll get off that soapbox. But some people <laughs> call it horse hair. You guys are hilarious. Um, Royal, royalty says every action has a reaction that's for good or bad intentions. Mm. But I think that we definitely have a lot of say-so in that. I think we have a lot of say-so on what happens to us, what, what we give energy to and what we, um, we, we, we do in place in the world. Percy says, <clears throat> you said one time God talks to you so greasy. Yeah, God talks to me greasy. Pay attention how God talks to you. God can talk to you through other people. God can talk to you through signs, symbols. Ask him if you guys are having a hard time hearing God, talking to God, ask him to speak to you. Ask him to give you signs. Ask him to bring people into your life to speak into you. Be careful who speaks into you, but that's definitely a way that you can do it. Um, Cozy Queen says, amen, my career counselor. My career counselor, when I was in school, gave me the best advice when I was going to him trying to get interview advice. He said, just be yourself in the interview and let your personality come through. Absolutely. What is meant for you is going to be for you. Put your best foot forward, but it's still meant for you. <laughs> I got your stomach hurting. <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm so happy. And I feel like that's why I got a good job that supports me right now because we are aligned at the time. I love that. Absolutely. Don't ever feel like you have to manipulate or make things, you know, work out in your favor. If they're meant for you, they will be for you. Just put your best foot forward, prepare, you know, dress properly, you know, articulate yourself, but be you at the end of the day. Arthur Young says, the beauty sweetness of doing nothing may seem like a luxury afford to a, to a lucky few. Um, and I brought this this one back because everybody kind of has this luxury. We just tend to overlook it because we're so guilty in being productive. We're, we feel so guilty that we should be doing all these other things. Sometimes just simply sit on the porch, grab your mug. Mug's coming soon. Just enjoy. In these mugs, you can put wine in it, water, tea, coffee, whatever you want. <laughs> 
Brandy says, sometimes people that still feel like they have nothing to lose. I read that one. Queen 22, karma, it has no deadline. Woo, child. Some people think that, uh, think just because they didn't get their karma immediately that it, that they are exempt from it. Y'all better watch how y'all treating God's children. God don't play about his kids. God does not play about his children. I do believe he has favorites. <laughs> I do believe he has favorites. And what I mean by that are the ones that have relationships with him. Not saying that anybody is better than anybody. But think about it like this, right? If you were an old parent, like if you were, I want to say 85 years old and you had five children and only two of them came to visit you. Although you love all of your children, who are you going to form a better bond with? Who are you probably going to look out for the most if on your will? Or who are you probably possibly going to give money to or favor to or things to, right? The ones that come and visit you. You guys, we are in the likeness of God. We got to stop thinking that God isn't a lot like people. God's a lot like people. It says that it will. It tells us in the Bible he is anyway, right? So if he's in the likeness of us, when he show favor to the ones that talk to him, when he show favor to the ones that do what he has called them to do, when he show favor to just saying, we ain't exempt. God don't play by his people. So we got to watch how we treat each other. Watch how you, you, you do his cheering. He don't play about his kids. Y'all don't play about y'all children and y'all. Some of y'all will go to prison behind your kids. <laughs> Nana said, I used to think the same about lost items. I was like, thank you, God, for this gift. Now I have a more empathetic approach. When <laughs> Nana, yes, leave people's stuff alone. Now that I have more empath empathetic approach and I want to please God. So I always will try to make my best decision. Nana, leave that stuff alone. We always think it's our blessing. It is not your blessing when you find other people's stuff. Somebody might come back for that. Okay. Um, Nana says, plus, I definitely think that God tests us to see if we're ready, mature enough to go to the next level. Mm. We do it in school. We do it in school. Why not? Why not? Mm. Um. Sydney says, oh, yes, I might birth another great like Michael Jackson. <laughs> yes, you never know. You never know what your, your purpose and intentions are, but you ask him. But just because your purpose is something different than somebody else's doesn't make theirs greater than yours. God service myself. Love it. Yes, God, we are here to serve God. We're here to serve our purpose and then ourselves. If we I feel like if we do that in that order. Life could be so much. It could all be so simple. Come on, Lauren. <laughs> Do you have any advice on finding your purpose? Pray about it. And then also think about the things that come easy, easily to you and things that make that bring you joy. Like I love talking. I could do this. I do this all day, every day, dang near for free. Find something that comes naturally to you that brings you so much joy and see how you can use that to serve others, right? Because I could use my platform to get on here and bash and talk about celebrities and all of this other stuff, but I choose not to. So you can use your purpose for not so pleasing things, you know? People are blessed and gifted with talents to sing and write music, and then they choose to extort that and use it in other ways. So think about that. Think about your gifts, talents, um, what comes naturally to you, what, what brings you joy. Also, pray about it. Ask God to reveal it to you. And then you can ask your friends and family, hey, what do I do well that I might be overlooking? Because a lot of times our gifts and our purpose, are they come so naturally to us that we don't think that they're special. You could be the best baker in your family. You can be the one who loves to get up and speak. You could be the one that loves to help people. You could be the one that is so good with kids. You know, our gifts and purpose come with all different shapes, forms, and, and sizes, and they can change as well. Your purpose can change throughout time. Maybe your purpose when you were young was to help your mom. Maybe your purpose as an adult is to, you know, be a principal. Maybe your purpose, your purpose can change. Maybe your purpose at one point is just to be a mother. 
My parents lived next door to each other and my dad hopped over the fence, hooked up with my mom. Then nine months later, here I am. That was supposed to happen. <laughs> that was supposed to happen. Sydney says, and that and that we made it. Anything could have happened the nine, 10 month process. Anything uh, to have happened to us during the actual birth process, someone carried us around inside of them. Wow. Exactly. We didn't have to make it. Every, you know, every pregnancy does not, you know, and I'm going to say, I want to be very mindful about that because I know people are hurting out there, but yes, it's a, it's, it's, you're an actual miracle. You being here is an actual miracle. It's crazy to think if you think about it. Um, Brandy said, I had a hard, I have a hard time believing in karma simply because there is so much evil in the world and these same people go on to live good lives. How do you know? Brandy, how do you know that they live good lives? They might have a lot of money. Doesn't mean they have peace. They might have what it looks like a lot of friends. Who's to say that those are their real friends? They have, a, they might have a lot of followers and admirers, but just as people are put on a pedestal, they're torn down too. Look what they did to Michael Jackson. He was beloved for years. And then all of a sudden, you know, even the Jackson said they break you up to tear you down. So just because it seems, so the Bible tells us, don't be envious of the, of the wicked. It might seem that they have it all together. It might seem that they're doing the right thing or that their lives are peaches and cream. Doesn't necessarily mean that their lives are truly peaceful, that they're happy, that they have genuine love in their lives. And if people are only tied to their money, their life isn't really, because we've seen time and time again, how that is not um, beneficial. A hundred thousand percent. All right. A couple more comments and then we're going to get out of here. Sydney says, Brandy, I know I think about that sometimes too, but I always remember that one karma will come when it is meant to. And two, we never know what's going on with them on the other side and behind closed doors that part. Never know. We've seen, and we've seen this time and time again with celebrities. We think that their lives are perfect, that they've had all this, this greatness. And then you, 20 years later, you're watching their real life story and you like, wow, they were going through it. They were going through it. Jeanette says, I remember when I was little with while my while my brother was in my mom's stomach and sometimes was physically trying to harm by throwing a flower pot. Oh, my gosh. But she was able to knock it down. I'm so happy she did. Were you a jealous little girl? <laughs> sometimes karma is like the FBI. It will sit and wait and then bam. <laughs> Oh, I love you guys too, she Amber. Thank you. Yes, thank you so much. Um, Brandy says, last comment for the day. Brandy says, I guess I'm talking, take uh talking from the perspective of how our ancestors were treated. Maybe it's not returned in this lifetime. Well, that I don't know, but I bet you karmically, people did not have peace. And they still don't. And sometimes stuff is generational, you know, about generational curses. The Bible also tell you it might not hit you. It might hit your children. And sometimes hitting people's children hurts them worse because. Um, because it's like, wow, I set that up for my children and they didn't deserve it. So just because you don't see it doesn't mean that they're there. They don't have their time. And that's why God also tells us to let revenge be in his hands, not ours. You know what I mean? But just because a. Brandy is still, it's still early. We only, we've only been around for a couple years, 30, 20 some years. Our ancestors were here for a couple hundred. The, the earth is old. T time always carries things out. It just, we might not see it in our lifetime, but doesn't mean it ain't coming. Okay. And if you pay attention to what's going on in the world, it might come sooner than we all think, but it might harm us too. So I don't know. But I hope you guys have a beautiful and blessed day. Do not forget to live with intention. Do not forget to give this video a thumbs up. Share this with anybody who may need it. Do not forget to comment down below. If you are watching on your TV screen, go ahead and pick up your phone. Go to your uh, YouTube channel. Go to this video. Like the video. Comment. I do also do life coaching. So if anybody needs a life coach, go ahead and book a 30 minute free session. The link is down below to see if we align as as uh, your life coach and see if I can help you in any other areas. Again, do not forget to subscribe to this channel. Share. We will be moving morning motivation into its own space here very shortly. 
I don't know the date yet, but I will let you guys know. Um, just to give give the morning motivators their own space. And you guys do not forget to subscribe to my channel so you guys can see behind the scenes of my life where I share vlogs and more uh, chats are coming. The do's and don'ts and the five tips and all of those chats are coming back to my channel. Love you guys. I hope you guys have a beautiful and blessed day. Do not forget to do something great. Make somebody smile. I love you guys for watching and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye guys.